Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters BLEAV, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Everybody to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I'm your host Dylan Huntzinger at Thunder Chats. We are part of the Believe Network, and this podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Now that, that is out of the way, uh, I lost my train of thought. But I'm joined by a couple people today. I'm not by myself. I'm never by myself. No, that's not true. I'm sometimes by myself, but today I am not. No, always joined... in spirit, we're with you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I always got six people behind me in spirit. But uh, I mean, hey, you heard him. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the globe trotter, the underscone, three cone, Connor. What's up, Con? Uh, not much. Yeah, like you, or you said, globe trotter. Uh, I haven't been on here since I got back from summer league. When I got back, every time I travel, I get sick. I've learned it's just a thing. And I came back and exactly. I was really sick for three days, and now I'm feeling a lot better. So I don't know what that's about, but summer league was super fun. It was cool to see our guys out there. I only got to see one game of ours though because the scheduling was awful um so although i think in the second game if i remember right or actually it was probably the third game that chet didn't play but regardless uh the second game wasn't as good i don't think as the first one so it's not the end of the world but whoever scheduled us to play one game and then wait like three days and then do a double header we have beef (laughs) yeah yeah that that was pretty rough and uh, you hear him you hear him agreeing in the background we've got maddie double dribbles matt tyranny tyranny what up dude I'm good. I'm a little uh, hungover from summer league. I'm just like wanting basketball mm-hmm. during, like in the evening, and I just there's just not basketball anymore, which has me a little down. Um, but it's good. I I made some uh, shrimp dumplings that I was super proud of tonight, and they came oh. out awesome. So they were super delicious. So I'm, I'm feeling better now now that I've had that. Um, so yeah, just just happy to be here, guys, and you know, talk some hoops in the off season. Yeah, I got to say, man, you know, I love summertime tyranny. It's always a blast whenever you're able to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We got to soak it up until you get locked into school again. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm going to I I'm, I want to be more committed in the in season, though. It's my goal. It's my personal goal. I like oh, it. you'll have I'm until June when we're winning the finals. So it'll give you extra time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It'll be summer then. Absolutely. But uh Gentlemen, so, you know, this is uh, – I-, I titled this stream yard the doldrums of the offseason because that's tyranny began – or as he alluded to, uh, you know, we are beginning the kind of dead period, that like month dead period where we don't really have anything going on NBA-wise. Uh, we had some news drop today, but before we get into that, you heard Cone kind of uh, tease his trip to Vegas for the Summer League. So, uh, Cone, tell us a little bit about your trip, man. 
Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, Vegas is wild. This time I was a lot more like into the city because last time I stayed in Airbnb with some guys, but it was like, you know, kind of further away. So I didn't really explore the city itself much. Uh, exploring Vegas was crazy. It, whatever you think about Vegas, it's like that, but ramped up to 10, like 10 times <laughs> whatever you're imagining. Uh, wild place. I saw a lot of families there, was surprised by that. But the basketball was super cool. I had a great time. Like I said, I only got to see OKC play once, which was unfortunate. But watching the guys out there, it was great. It was the first game that Kaysen uh, played where he hit the six threes. I saw the half court oh, three game. live, which was awesome. Yeah, it was a really fun game. Chet looked yeah. really good out there. That move that he hit on Derek Lively, he got a couple of other buckets, uh, you know, blocking shots, just doing all the typical Chet stuff. So it was a great time. I really enjoyed watching the team play it got me even more hyped than i already was which is like i can't contain it every five seconds i want to tweet telling the world how great the thunder are going to be i pass people on the sidewalk and i'm like hey let me tell you about the thunder so <laughs> it's hard to get me even more excited but summer league did that i was also there for Wemby's first two games that first one was insane like the atmosphere of the crowd especially because the game before which was the one where jabari smith jr hit the game winner against the blazers i believe it was with the scoot nam and thompson battle which they both ended up getting hurt in so we didn't see them beyond that but watching them both out there super fun crazy athletes uh, same thing with the sorry thompson got to see him play as well but yeah like the crowd was groaning even though it was like a really good game every time there was another foul or something like that <laughs> someone called a timeout because everyone wants to see vic it was a great ending with jabari smith hitting the shot and then vic comes out and the crowd is going crazy every time he touches the ball in warm-ups every shot that he takes you could tell he was nervous he like airballed this one three in warm-ups and he was kind of like shaking it off a little bit you know it wasn't his best game out there in his first game but the second one you saw all the stuff that you know Vic's going to do in the NBA, mm -hmm. why he's considered a generational talent. Nearly brought the Spurs back in that game. One play in particular that, or two or three plays, like that really just showed off his length. There was one time he hit a jumper over, I think it was Jabari Walker. And if it was anybody else in the world, they would have gotten blocked, but not Chet, which we're not Chet, uh, Vic. Chet might have been able to get it off too. He's also yeah. got some of that height. So both of but them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, those are the two guys. But like the... Just how his arms keep extending. I keep telling people this. It's like in Space Jam when Michael Jordan dunks from the half yeah. court line and his arm just keeps growing. That's what it's mm -hmm. like with Vic out there. He had this one layup attempt that he got fouled on, but he like went up and then like over to the side. And it was, I didn't understand how his arm could physically move like that. It's just crazy. So if you, you all get the chance to go see Vic at some point, you know, whether it's y'all or anybody listening out there, go see Vic play. It's awesome. Go see the Thunder play too, of course. But yeah, those were kind of the main things on the way to the Thunder game. I missed like the first couple minutes because my lift got rear ended. Like I just made yeah, a tweet calling. I, I just made a tweet calling Patty Mills, the Thunder legend and thanking him for his time at OKC. And not 15 seconds later, oh, we got no. rear ended. So I don't know if that was a sign from some force saying stop with the Patty Mills propaganda. <laughs> but... <the> last time. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, everything was fine like the guy's car wasn't that bad and we were still able to get to the game and stuff i just like a bump on my head from hitting the car seat 
in front of me. So it was a wild experience, but a lot of fun. If you're considering going to Summer League at some point, definitely recommend it. I got to meet a lot of cool people too. I met the No Ceilings guys, a couple of them, which was super nice. cool. I believe, mm-hmm. I think it was Corey who walked up to me and was like, hey, how you doing? And I didn't recognize him because I'd only met him like over Zoom. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like, what's your name? And he's like, Corey. I was like, oh my God, like I didn't even recognize you <laughs> over like in person. That happened a few times where people would be like, hey, I'm so-and-so from, or hey, I know you on Twitter. And then they'd say their real name and I, it wouldn't click in my head and they'd say their Twitter at. I'm like, oh, okay, that's who you are. Yeah. So if, that's if you're thinking funny. about going to Summer League, highly recommend it. If your favorite team has like a big name prospect next year, definitely go check them out. It was a great time. But if you're going to go, go for the first weekend and then head out. You don't need to stay beyond that because it really starts to drag. Players start to sit. Like I was there for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And that was plenty. Like after that, you're good. So go for the first three, four days. Then you can head out. It's it's really a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I was hearing a, a Rucker and Metcalf. They was talking about um, Wimby's first game. They talked about how they had to go like three or four games before you know that game started mm-hmm. in order to get a seat. Did you guys have to camp out there too, or what? Yeah, like so that iPhone. first day. It was, it really was ridiculous. Like the first day, it was just me and my group there because one of the guys I was going to be hanging out with missed his flight. Um, One guy or two people got in like that morning and were completely exhausted. So they're like, I'll just see the next game. So it was just me, which did help a little bit because I got there and was able to go over during the at the beginning of the Rockets Pistons game. And I found a seat next to this group of guys. They just had one seat that was open. They're like, yeah, sure, you can sit here. And the guy was super cool. He was, Every time I got up, I'm like, please, can you make sure no one takes this because I want to be here for the Vic game. He's like, I got you. He defended it while I left to go use the bathroom or grab food Man. or something like that. Nice. So thankfully, I had a seat in the lower bowl to watch the game, which was awesome. But yeah, for the second Wimby game, because I got there a little bit later, I had to sit up in the 200 section, which wasn't too bad. It was still a fine view. But yeah, I've never like I've only been two years. Last year's my first time going, but I never had a problem getting a seat in the lower bowl ever the first year that I went this year, it was ridiculous. I was talking to a couple of guys who are like media passes and they said for the Vic game, typically people with media passes are allowed to just walk around alongside the edge of the court. They can kind of just stand there. This time they're like, you have to go find seats. Like there's too many people down here. It's chaotic. I was supposed to get a media pass to enjoy basketball, but they said they've never seen so much chaos with people trying to get media passes for Vic in particular. Mm-hmm. So we weren't able to get those. It's just, it was like an insane thing. I, I talked to so many people who had been to numerous summer leagues and they said that with Vic there, they have never seen a summer league with this much energy, with this many people in attendance. So it was super cool. It was one of those ones that everyone I talked to was like, I'm going to remember this one for a while. Even my Uber drivers were like, oh, are you here for the basketball? And I was like, yeah, I am. And they would <laughs> ask me like, how do you feel about that Victor kid? One driver was like, you know, how was your day of summer league? And it was the day after or the night after I had got, went and saw Vic play the first time. And I was like, cool, I got to see this guy debut. I don't know if you know him. His name's Victor Wimpanyami. He's like, oh, is that the guy that's fighting with Britney Spears right now? And I was like, yes, that's <laughs> the exact guy. So it that's was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> the crossover is crazy there. But yeah, summer league was awesome. The energy was ridiculous. It was super cool to meet a bunch of people, a bunch of Thunder fans and no ceilings guys. Yeah, I had a great time. Man, you could have gave me 10 million 
people combinations, and I never would have associated Victor Wembanyama and Britney Spears together. It's the funniest storyline. I love it. It really feels like a 2K, like my career thing, where you get in a <laughs> yeah. beef with a celebrity at the beginning of your career. It feels like one of those story beats. It's also so funny that it happened like day two of him in America. It's just like, welcome to America, Victor. Like, this is just, this is just the news cycle. Get used to it. Yeah, he got there and it's like immediate beef with one of the biggest pop stars right. in like the 2000s, just out of so nowhere. Funny. Yeah, my favorite thing is the the story that she walked up and tapped him on the shoulder. Like she's like five foot six, and he's seven <laughs> foot five. Like, the math ain't mathin', bro. <laughs> so she kind of yeah, like touched like this back. video. It was some weird video. Yeah. yeah, there was that video that came out, but it's like super blurry, and it's got the big TMZ or whatever like watermark in the yeah. middle. You can't mm-hmm. tell anything that's happening. It's just a super weird thing that's going on. It was funny after the first Vic game and like Kai Jones on the Hornets dunked on him. And there's like Britney Spears fans on Twitter making edits of him getting yes. dunked on with like toxic over yes. and stuff like that. That was absolutely hilarious. I, my, I, my phone had died on the way back from the arena <laughs> and I get opened it back up and it, my timeline is flooded with Britney Spears fans making edits of Vic getting dunked on and falling over and stuff like that. Just hilarious beef. I quote tweeted one of them. I have no idea who it was. It was just some Britney Spears stan account. I just quote tweeted. I was like, this is the funny, like, this is why I love the internet. It's so funny. Like just, <laughs> the internet's undefeated. It's amazing. It is it is such a my career start where it, you're like this generational prospect, and all of a sudden you've got beef with Britney Spears and you had a bad first game and you've got to bounce back. Like it feels like Vic is going on that 2K pathway at the moment. We'll mm-hmm. see what other weird stuff happens. But just this beginning the, has been weird. The best part is like the Britney Spears obsessive fans are going to keep doing this like the entire season. And it's not, oh, yeah. he could have like an amazing, amazing rookie season, but they'll just like clip the one time he like makes a turnover. And it's just like, he's horrible. <laughs> he's a bust. <laughs> a, a low light reel to Britney Spears. If, if <laughs> anyone out there is looking for a banger tweet idea at the end of the season, you make a Victor Wimbanyama low light reel with Britney Spears playing over it. That will probably be a big tweet if Millions. you're looking for something out there. The need someone to, can have that idea free. Yeah, they need to have the "I'm not a girl, not yet a woman" playing in the background. <gasps> I love that song. Uh, Chelsea loves Britney Spears, so her ears perked up immediately. So yeah, um, she's she got some team, Britney against Vic. Is she a Vic hater now? Oh, good question. Oh yeah, no, she yeah, she's she's very much Team Britney on the on oh, the wow. phone. Wow, so, it's not real, huh? It's not really Britney. Oh yeah, no, never mind. We're we're not getting into that. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, oh, right. okay. yeah. that's all that's a whole nother conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> at Vegas there was Britney Spears or Victor Wimiyama. There was at three underscore cone and there was Vasilie Micic was there watching his teammates mm-hmm. play. Yes. And today he signed his contract officially. A uh, couple, couple interesting things about that. You know, I, I, I didn't see the Thunder posted it. Actually, I guess he signed yesterday, but I didn't see the Thunder post the pictures. But I saw them going around on Twitter. Um, Clemente was the first person I, I saw get them out there. But Sam Presti posed with Micic at the contract signing, which they, they that tweeted happen- about it. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, they tweeted about it, but like those pictures, like got out. Somehow. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't know who he posed. 
with, or I mean, obviously he posed with Mijic. I don't know who he posed for in those photos and how they got out, but like, who is that guy? Yeah, Presti doesn't be yeah. like posing with like with with players that sign contracts, like even contract extensions. Like whenever Shea signed his match extension, yeah, no Presti pick. Dort's extension, I, I didn't even see a Dort picture. And maybe extension. maybe that was why it was taking so long. And then Presti was just like, you know what? Look, I'll come and sign the contract. I'll take a picture with you. And then Mitchell was like, okay, fine. Yeah, you got, you got a deal. Yeah, random random thing that I'm now remembering that I forgot to mention with the summer league stuff. I got a pick with Nick Collison, which was super cool. Like, oh yeah, I just I was using the bathroom and I stepped and I was washing my hands and one of my friends runs and he's like, "Yo, Nick Collison just walked by." And I was like, "Oh shoot, really?" And I walk out and see a super tall guy walking away. So I very quickly God, walked man. after him and just he was with somebody that no, kind of noticed me walking up behind them and like kind of tapped nick and he turned around i was like hey nick like i'm a huge thunder fan can i take a picture he was super cool he was like yeah for sure man so i took it with him he almost seemed caught off guard like he wasn't expecting people to ask him to take pictures with them <laughs> but i mean that that's like the thunder legend I mean, right now the only your name is in the you're life. in the rafters yeah like you got to know that's coming Exactly. He's a so. Because of what he did as a player, and he's a Thunder legend for getting Chet Holmgren in the, in the draft lottery. So. Exactly. We'll forever be grateful for him bringing Chet to o- Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. In the uh, you know, with, with the pictures, the other thing that like, you know, was revealed that I, I don't think a lot of people realize is is Mitchell has braces, and a lot of people are freaking out about it. I don't know. That. He does. I didn't, yeah, even, you didn't, I didn't know that till today in that picture, yeah. No, I didn't notice that in the picture. Hold on, I need to go take a look. Hey, I mean, you know what? Oh, yeah, he does. Good for him. Yeah, you know, I, I got to did, did, did either of you have braces growing up? Not at not. 30. <laughs> <laughs> not at 30. Did you have the banal tyranny? I, yeah, I did, yeah. But he, the fact he's 30 and he has braces, it's, you know, good for him. How long did you have your braces for? Oh boy. Uh started in middle school and like like a year in high school, maybe two. So like I think like no more than two years. Uh see I had mine for like four years. Whoa. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. I still have the I have the back braces that I have to wear. Like the little there's like a metal bar. So yeah. I have like eternal braces kind of. So I've me and Meechits like, are basically the same. Yeah, I've got like I was one gonna say you just talk all this smack about not having them in. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we're, basically, we're basically one in the same. I mean, hey, there's worse people to be compared to. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, the uh, details were revealed to his contract. I think it was Mike Scotto that put it out there. Uh, three year, $22.5 million contract, and the third year is a team option for the. Okay. I thought that's what it was. I thought I was going crazy. Uh, so, uh, Cone, how do you feel about this contract for Mitch? I think it's good. I mean, I'm really excited that he's actually, like, physically here. I thought it would never end up happening after the past couple summers. Especially, I think it was two summers ago. It was when it was, like, really rumored. I think the Bulls were interested in trading for him or something like that, and then nothing happened. Yeah. There was no developments last summer. So, it really felt like we were just never going to see him and... You know, Presti gets it done. He takes a picture with him. I think he's going to be a fun piece on this team this next year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much run he actually gets. I know there's uh, been some talk about maybe he starts the season a little bit slower, doesn't play as much as we explore some of the young guys. And when the games start to matter more, we bring him into the fold a little bit more in our rotation. So 
I'm mm-hmm. interested to see what that process looks like, how involved he is in the rotation, and really just what he looks like in the NBA. Like we've watched how he's played overseas. The NBA, while still being basketball, everyone says is a very different game than it's played overseas. So I'm curious to see what he looks like in this system, which I think he can really thrive in. Just having another playmaker alongside Shea, Giddy, the rest of the guys out there on the roster. I think he's going to be really fun. And I mean, we're not using the money for anything. We might as well give him however much he's looking for to get him to come over. And even then, with the impact I think he could make on this team, I think this contract's really good. Like, I really Mm -hmm. like the value. You see a lot of players that got way more money than him. And especially, like, the contracts keep ramping up. There are guys making $60 million. So this feels like really good value for Micic. Yeah, this is like a – this is close to, like, the mini mid-level, right? Or, like, the taxpayer mid-level? Yeah. Yeah, taxpayer mid-level is around 5 mil, I think, or – a little bit more than that. I think it's like five and a half ish mil. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, you know, that's like, that's good money for a role player, you know, whether he's coming mm-hmm. off your bench or whether he's starting, like, you know, that's, that's solid money, especially a guy that's as, as accomplished as he is, uh, that, you know, is as efficient as he is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about Mucic. I think it gives, uh, new wrinkles into, you know, the different lineups that we can play. Um, this mm-hmm. year, it gives a lot of versatility and flexibility, and that kind of bleeds into the next topic of discussion that I wanted to bring up a little. Uh, this isn't so much a game as much as it's just a, a fun thought exercise. Right now, we have 21 players on the roster. No, we're not going to predict who's getting cut again. Uh, this is going to be something different. Uh, what am I do? Yeah. <laughs> we keep them all somehow. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up a couple of different scenarios in the game. Um, so, like, uh, I, I brought it up today on Twitter. I said, if you were going to build a lineup of the Thunder roster right now, that would be the best shooting lineup. Who would it be? And, you know, well, I'll throw in, like, shooting and I'll do, like, defense. I, I'll do a few different lineups and we can go around and kind of pick – our favorite five-man lineup based on the players that we have right now. So, uh, you know, since it's kind of fresh on our mind, let's go with shooting. And, you know, I'll start I, – I asked Cone West on Mitchich. So, Tierney, I know you're going to love this. I'm going to go to you, sir. Who's your five-man lineup if you're looking for shooting? Uh, so, uh, first of all, can I think when we're doing these, like, alternative lineups, we could probably just assume – can we just assume – Shay and Chet are just going to be on all of them. Is there any possible way the starting five won't have those two? Like what scenario would they not have those two? Is I guess the shortest starting five we can build. That's a good point. Okay. Besides the shortest starting five, um, the tallest starting five we can build. Okay. Besides the tallest starting (laughs) five, is there, is there anyone, any, any situation? I don't think there is, but I don't know. Maybe there's something I'm not thinking of. So, Those two are on it. Um, I actually think if we're talking about shooting, um, I would go Isaiah Joe. Yes. I would go, I'd actually go Michik. And then I would, who would be the four? Um, Yeah, J-Dub. I think J-Dub. So it would be Shea. Joe, Mijic, J-Dub, Chet. Okay. Pretty happy like with it. that. It's a respectable lineup. I like it. Yeah. Cone, you got any changes you want to make for yours? Um, 
Mine's pretty similar. I think you could probably throw Bertans in there at the four if you're looking for a little bit more height, if you're trying to vary it. His shooting has been super up and down over the past few years of his career, so it's a bit questionable. But I think just adding the variance, just giving us more height for it's, it, it, on this type of play, I'm assuming like we need a three to tie the game and send it to overtime. I would put mm. Bertans in there, I think. Yeah, that's definitely fair. That's, that, that's kind of who I was thinking of at the four. I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously I got a lot of different answers on Twitter whenever I asked this, but I think if you're looking at shooting and, you know, aside from Shane Chat, like you said, they're pretty versatile, pretty plug and play. You can put them in any kind of lineup you need them to. But if you're looking at shooting and you don't put Mucic and Joe in there, you're doing it wrong. Like those guys have to be in your shooting lineup, in my opinion. And I'm just going to go a little bit different, you know, kind of give different options. We got Dub, we got Bertons. I think you guys know where this is going. I'm throwing my guy Jane Gang in the closing lineup. I'm, now I, I know, was thinking about him at the four. Yeah, I know he didn't shoot good last year, like, you know, over the course of the season. But again, that was not the course of a season. That was the course of not even half of a season. So I'm believing no. in the uh, leap that he took in Summer League. Cone, you just, you know, erasure on the Jane Game Masterclass you got to witness. Um, but, you know, it's all good. That's true. I did. You haven't gotten to talk to gotten to talk about ooze. Ooze killed it in summer league. Dylan, so the Zhang Gang stock is rising quickly. Yeah, man. I was I was very proud. I was I was surprised that they kept playing. I I, I fought very hard and vehemently against Tyranny that they'd even play him in the Wizards game. And not only did and he play in the, yeah, play the Spurs. That was crazy. Yeah, I was like, well, all right, it's all right. But yeah, no, I, I, I like using that lineup. Um, I think that I, I don't have his catch and shoot numbers, but I mean, especially if he approaches the season like he did in Vegas, like he was starting to just no hesitation. Just as soon as the thing hit his hands, he was letting it fly. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, yeah. you got Jay creating, you got Joe and Meech spacing the floor and Chet, wherever he is on the floor. Yeah, I, I like using that situation too. Uh, is there any possible scenario Trey Mann falls into that lineup? Yeah, I I was saying that if you didn't have Shea in there, because I love Shea and I think he's you know best creator on the team in terms of like you know off the driving basketball and like sucking guys in, um, and he is a better shooter than Giddy. But if you're going like just pure shooting lineup, I think Trey Mann should be out there instead of Shea. Hmm. Give me Shay. Step oh, back three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. Absolutely. I'm going Shay and Chet all all lineups. Absolutely taking Shay, but I'm saying you know if you want to if you want to be different and not have him out there, and you're like you know you're trying to like just max out your three point rating on all your lineup. Um, yeah, put me in, coach. Yeah, absolutely. Put in the three count. Um, all right, let's go to a different lineup. Let's go with let's go with the jumbo lineup. Oh, I'm going to start with Cone on this one. See, Tierney, I tried to tell you the jumbo lineup was coming. <laughs> uh, I should have seen it. I, I prepped for this. Uh, Shed at the five. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I guess still Shed and Shay might be out there because Shay is like 6'6". Six, six, so, I mean, mm-hmm. having him at He's the pretty big, is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giddy at the two. <sighs> trying to think. Uh, Ooze will be out there. I'm trying to decide if he's at the three or the four. Um. Yeah, I guess I guess Ooze would probably be out there at the three, and then Poku at the four, Chet at the five. 
I guess, going with that jumbo yeah. lineup. That's a lot of length. Yeah, a lot of a lot of big guys. Yeah. I love it. Tyranny, you gonna you gonna sway any differently here? Uh you could put Giddy at the one theoretically and move Shay to the bench and try and add a little bit more height. Uh yeah, I, I was thinking more jumbo. <laughs> who's bigger mm-hmm. than Shay though that could fit at the guard? Um I told J Will. Or J Will, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've seen some of the uh, left AMC set. Uh, Michich is 6'5", right? 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah, he's okay. 6'5". Okay. Not as tall as I thought. All right. Um, that, that was yeah. really though. I don't know if they fudge on their height. Me- yeah. The Metric versus like- America. I don't know how that all yeah. works. <laughs> the NBA um, is supposed to be like official now. So. Yeah. Um, You'll stay on his tiptoes. So, yeah. Uh, so I, for the sake of controversy, I'll go giddy at the one. And then I'll do um, – yeah, I'll do ooze at the two. Oh, man, this is going to be fun. All right, no. Did I miss somebody? So, no, keep going. No, no, no. Yeah, wait, yeah, I'll do Giddy one, J-Dub two, ooze three, Poku four, chat five. Okay. Jumbo line. I like it. All right, I'm just going to go a little bit. I'm just going to, you know, different. I like both of your lineups if we're going jumbo. But uh, for mine, I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to go – I'm going to go Shea. Then I'm going to go Dub. And I'm going to go Ooze, Boom, and Chet. Because in my eyes, if you're going with the jumbo for, lineup you – You're thinking like, You're thinking width, not not – well, length, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking length, but also I'm thinking like if you're going jumbo, it's for a reason. It's probably defense. And as big yeah. as Giddy is, I'd rather have Dub out there for defensive purposes. So, yeah. um, Kendrick Williams also is a candidate uh, candidate to put out there. Mm-hmm. So, alternative fun. lineup includes Boom at the one, Bertans at the two, Ooze at the three, Poku at the four, and Chet at the five. Just oh, extreme, man. extreme jumbo mode activated. I love mm-hmm. it. The other, the other team goes jumbo. You go jumbo back. Yeah. I I played somebody on two K one time that like before the game started, he went and switched his lineup around and he put his like five oh, that's one mean. all the way down. That's and mean. it was just like a mismatch the whole time. <laughs> that's mean. He shouldn't have done that. Uh, it was rude. I got dominated. I can't lie. So. Um, Anyways, uh, let's go to a defensive lineup. Your best oh, be defensive fun. lineup. Uh, I've let you guys start here, so I'm going to go on this one. So, definitely going to go Kaysen and Dort. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Then I'm going to go with Kenrich Williams, Usman Jane, Chet Holmgren. That's why I'm Chet, do I mean Chet? Do, I don't know if Chet makes that top five. Maybe we should consider J. Will or something. I thought you were being serious for like point <laughs> two five of a second. So uh, the fact that it was even that much is distressing. I know. Go ahead, Darren. Um. Yeah, Kaysen, Dort are the obvious, and Chet are the obvious ones. Um. Hmm. I say, 
actually, you know what? I might take a left turn here. So I'll say uh, case in one, Dort two. Uh, Kenrich William three, J Dub four, Chat five. Yep, that makes sense as well. But you kind of what you said. You didn't. You didn't. No, I put I put ooze at four. Yeah, dude. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna put Shea still at the one. Just get have some length out there. Have some size. I'll go Shea one. Dort at the two. We'll put. Who do I want at the three? had someone in mind that had a whole lineup picked out and I'm forgetting who I was going to have the three. I'll put Dub at the three. I'll put Kenrich at the four and Chet at the five. Oh, I like it. I like it. Queso erasure though, man. That's, that's upsetting. I know. I just wanted the the size with Shea out there. I thought about putting Dorton at the three because he could do it, but. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I understand. That's right. It's all good. You, you just hate case and it's all right. Um, I'm a fan. See no, you're the one on this podcast who's famous for hating Kentucky players, Dylan. Yes, you're, yes. you're correct. You despise them, dude. How how could I forget? Um, let's see here. Uh, ooh, this will be this is a different one. Speed. Your line up. Whoa. Hmm. Whoa. Actually, I think I've got a guy that I don't think anyone's going to pick. Actually, all right, go ahead. Well, I don't have all my five. I'm just looking. Um, I still think Shay. He's mm-hmm. fast, super fast. Um, I'm going tie tie at the two. Okay. I think he's fast. I love it. I was thinking I think he's fast. And two tyranny. I, I think he's fast. Um, hmm. This is where. <sighs> See, now I'm trying to remember like old game, like watching last season, like how fast were they going? I grant uh, you, this is a weird category, but I just had to go outside the box a little bit. Ooze, I think Ooze is in there. I think Ooze is pretty fast for his size, but I don't know where I put him. I have no idea how fast. Oh, Chet's pretty fast, I feel like. Um, he's got those long. He's he's not like traditionally fast, but he's got those long yeah, strides. Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like deceptively Giselle. fast. Yeah, Kaysen's not making this for even a second. He's so <laughs> slow when he walks. Um, have you heard about? Have you heard the gate gate cone? No, he. Yeah, I no, I haven't. I've been out of the loop. Actually, yeah, Cone, I need to I need to tell you about this because it bothers me. I need to get your opinion about it. <laughs> okay, yeah, Casey. So I I've been every time I watch a game, I've been like getting more and more detail about like why this is happening. I think part of it, Dylan, I haven't told you this either. It's the way he moves his arms. He doesn't like he flop. They're like flopping around, and so it just makes it look. He he looks more like goofy. But but Cone, the, the where this established was when the whistle blows, Kaysen like had he doesn't have like a pep in his step when he's walking, like he just sort of like meanders to to wherever he's going. And it uh-huh. bothers me to no end. And now I can't like not see it. And so every time I watch him, I'm watching Kaysen off the whistle. And he's like, not he's just like when the whistle starts, he's like moving fine and he's like getting to where he needs to be. But it's like 
It's just the energy he brings on the court off the whistle. And it's, it mm-hmm. bothers me. And so it's now been dubbed gate gate. Um, he, so, he's like, a, he's like a, like a, like a winter soldier situation where like the whistle right. like, just like alerts him into like basketball mode. And he's like hooping out right. there and then it whistles again. And he's like, I can chill. Right. That's what and I even it's, said. It's, I was like, he reminds me of like on his on court demeanor reminds me of Kawhi because he's like so robotic about it. It's not, but I, I think when you mentioned that, I was like, I think so. But then I watched like whatever the next game was. And it's like the thing he does that Kawhi doesn't do is like it, like I said, his arm, like his arms are like, like when you do a normal walk, you don't really like move your arms that much. You kind of have some rigidity to them, but he like kind of just like, they just sort of like swing. And I don't yeah. know, I don't know how else to explain it. It's just weird, and I don't like it. And I'm gonna until until I'm satisfied. You're he's considered every slow. Podcast. He's considered slow in my head. So all of that <laughs> okay. to say, he's not on my list. Well, anyway. Um, well, now I'm gonna that, look at this every time I watch him play. I know you need to, and I I would like a report back next time we're on a pod together after you've now had that information to see if you see okay. it too. I'm going to yeah, go back and rewatch also, the Yeah, listeners yeah. also, if you agree with Tierney yes. on Gategate, he, he very much would like to know you stand in solidarity with him. I don't know. I honestly, no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm seriously not. I want, I want people to give me their honest opinion. Like, if you don't see that, then, then say that. But if you do, please let me know because I, I don't think I'm crazy on this. But <laughs> it's enough about that. We've we've talked about that enough three podcasts um, i love it so shay and tai tai are my one and two mm-hmm. i think kenrich is fast for his effort so i'm gonna go with him as sure. the three and i'm gonna go ooze at the four because i think he's fast for his his size and i guess yeah like i i already said chet is fast for his size too so i'll go with him so uh shay tai tai Williams, Jang, Chet, Kenny Williams. I should Ken Rich Williams. Okay. Yeah, a lot of Williams. What you got, Kyle? Um, I'll go Ty Ty at the one, Shay at the two. Give me Dub at the three. And I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm like picture my head them running up and down need- the court. Yeah, I need like I wish they had like the NFL four forty times for these guys. This would make it a lot easier. I guess we're gonna go small ball, but for for more for maximum speed. And I think at the, f- I'm, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna put uh, Wigs at the three, Dub at the mm. four, and I'm gonna put mm-hmm. Kevin Williams um, at the five. Yeah. No chat. Wow. That was no. That that was gonna be that was gonna be my ace in the hole with uh, Aaron Wiggins. All right, I, mm. I I see your I see your lineup, and I'm gonna counter. Uh, I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go Shea. Dub. Keontae, Wiggins, mm. Kendrick Williams. Is Keontae that fast? Group? I don't know. I guess I never. He, really he teleports under the rim to get offensive rebounds. So. He's got to be a he little bit quick, fast. I guess. He runs the floor yeah. pretty fastly. 
All right. Yeah, I didn't really even think about him. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That yeah, that could be another one, uh, you know, the all-athlete lineup. But I'm going to close out this category with the final one. Who is your closing lineup? And I will start with Cone on this one. I mean, I think it's I think it's Shea Dort or Shea Giddy Dort, Dub Chet. I think it's those five. Like mm-hmm. Chet, Chet and Dort on defense, you've got Shea and Giddy that can set up. Dub can do a bit of everything. I think that that's the lineup that we would have had last season if Chet didn't get hurt. I think that's what the closing lineup still is now. If there's certain circumstances, like they've got different personnel out there and we need more size, we can maybe switch things up. Or if we're, you know, and we talked about these lineups, like we need a three desperately, like it could change. But I think on an everyday basis, this will be the closing lineup. Yeah. What about you, Tierney? Yeah, the Che Giddy Dort Dub Chet is my like starting roster. So I feel like you have to do that. I I was trying to think of like alternatives to that. I mean, you could throw in Kaysen for Dort maybe. And but then you'd have Giddy at like the three. I don't know if that would work. Um yeah, I feel like I just have to go with the same. That's that's the best five. It's the best combination of defense and offense. Um, so, yeah, I got to go with that. Yeah, my only variation is that later in the year, if he proves to not be a sieve defensively, I think you can sub in Micic for Dort. Um, you know, just a guy yeah. that – you know, has proven to be a clutch player before, has proven to be a champion, has proven to, you know, show up in the biggest moments. And obviously we've seen what he could do with the ball in his hands. We've seen how good how good of a shooter he is. I think just having another guy that is like a high-level decision maker out there, um, as opposed to Dort, who has face it, doesn't always make the best decisions. Right. He's really yeah. good defensively. Um, I think that that could be – you know, beneficial at the end of games, but I do agree. I think it'll be, you know, matchup based. I think that, you know, Dort is more apt to guard like more physical people. Maybe if somebody's like more fleet footed, maybe Kaysen could guard them. You know, if you want, you know, more shooting out there, like high level decision maker, me just can go out there. Or if, you know, you want to go a little bit bigger, maybe you could throw Uzman Jang in there instead of Dort. So mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, the purpose of this exercise is just to stretch like the amount of versatility that we have with this roster. Like, you know, we're very deep, not not deep as in like every player on our team could start on another team in the NBA. But like we're deep in the talent that we have and the options of versatility that we have. And we should be excited for that. So, yeah, I I, I don't know if I had a chance to mention earlier, but I do think the Mijic or sorry, the Shea getting Mijic dub. Chet lineup is a very strong probability of being a starting lineup in like um, towards the end of the season, like February. Like I could see that being the starting five. So yeah, definitely a good five. That would be fun. Um, All right, boys, we are going to, you know, I I think we'll save the, Thunder player draft for the next time we pod. I'm going to get into this game and, you know, if, if if we end up short, we can end up short. It's no big deal. This is an off-season pod. We've we've given you guys over an hour, sometimes an hour and a half of content for like two straight months now, so I, I think we'll be okay. We've been yabbering. Yapping on. Yeah, we've had a lot of guests. We've had a lot of coverage, so we're just going to kind of end this one on a fun note. So, guys, 
um, obviously. Uh, you know, Ty Ty Washington, uh, we, we traded for him. I don't know if you guys saw over the weekend, Shago Alexander, after he left Summer League, he went to Canada and he watched the Kentucky Wildcats compete against the Canadian team in the Global Jam competition. And so in honor of that, in honor of all the Kentucky players that we have on this team, that we've had on this team, in an elimination-style game, I want you guys to go back and forth after Tierney you know, comes back into the room. I want you guys to go back and forth. First person to get one wrong loses. Kentucky players in the NBA today. Tierney loves to go prepare. Yeah, I've got a – and because of that, you get to go first, Connor. I get to go first? Oh, Wow. Well, you see, I can't seem to think of any right now, Dylan. I think Matt. I think tyranny might just end up winning. Um, I mean, I guess should I just start now? I mean, you you could go ahead and start if you want to. I think he'll be back in a second. Oh, here he comes! All right, all right man. Oh, here he is. He's ready. He's come back prepared. I'll give him time to sit down and get ready. Tyranny, you did, Dylan. I swear to God, this is the worst game ever. I hate you so much. I can hear you from the other room. <laughs> you suck so much. The next game better be UNC players in the NBA, and I guarantee. I know it's not as long of a list, but that was just. It'd mean. be done in two turns, Tyranny. No, it wouldn't. There's more than two. There's some in the G League. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson's still hanging out somewhere. Is he? I thought he was still free agent. I don't know. I haven't followed him. Uh, what's his name? Tory Black's on the Hornets. Yeah. Anyway, okay, let's go. I'm ready. All right, Cohen, start All us right. off, man. All right, man. I'll go first with Shea Gilgis Alexander. What a pick. <laughs> what a pick. I'll I go with Jason Wallace. Mm, well done, well Oklahoma done. City Thunder. Ah, oh, man, so many to choose from. I'll go with Devin Booker. <laughs> so much. <laughs> it's a good one. I'll go with De'Aaron Fox. Mm. Yes. Carl Anthony Towns. That was mine, dang it. I'll go with <laughs> it's Malik okay. Monk. Yeah. Mm. Jamal Murray. I think that's... I think I'm running out now, boys. Uh, That's crazy. <laughs> let me just. Well, I had like a list of six or seven, and that's all of them. So, going through the teams. Think Thunder. <laughs> oh, is there more on this team? <laughs> oh my gosh! There's one more. Uh, Dylan mentioned him in his in his pregame monologue. He, you picked him. Oh, Ty Ty. Ty Ty Watch. There you go. All right, we had to spoon feed him that one, Cone. <laughs> I was I was looking well beyond the thunder at this point. Bam at a bio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tyler Hero. Thank you, yeah, God. Yeah. I was like, we had yeah, a that, whole you just gotta, deal you about remind this. me of a team that I can go through the roster and think about it. Anthony Davis. Is yep. anybody else on the Lakers? Hmm. No, I don't think of any. 
These games are so not fun when I'm playing these because it's like over in two seconds. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, you got it. good so far. Give me a sec. You got it. Hmm. Player that Dylan's wanted on the team forever. And he, he keeps. Oh, um, PJ, PJ Washington. Yeah. There you go. There you got go. another one. There you go. I <laughs> see you give you. See, this game is much more fair when you guys just give me obvious hints and Cohen gets nothing. <laughs> Dylan, does, Cone? are we. Is the Shade and Sharp count? Shade and Sharp counts. What? All right. I know that's a sore topic for you. He's a, He attended the University of Kentucky, so. He did. There's still so many players, Tierney. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's actually not as many as I thought, but there are still 20 players. Active? Yeah, like in NBA? all. Like, yeah. Oh, total. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, I might go ahead and get my wing stop ready to oh, order. Oh, um... <laughs> There's a freaking guard. Hmm. Is Tyler Ulis still on the in the NBA? He is not. No, okay. I, I'm willing to let that count. The fact that he came. That with he Ulis. went to Kentucky. He, he went did. to Kentucky. I'm willing to let. I'm willing to let that count. Dylan, he went to. Dylan, he went to Kentucky. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, for the poll, for the sake of that, that was cool. <laughs> The five eight point guard I for can, the University of Kentucky, Devin that was the best guard friend. I was thinking of. Yeah, he's actually uh, he's a graduate assistant for us now. Oh, I ha- I have one. Um, mm-hmm. um, well, it's uh, I mean it's my weird, turn. Do you want me to let me go? Oh yeah, yeah, you can go. Then I'll think of. <laughs> if you don't say my name, it would be so. Yeah, don't forget if that. Say, if, if you say mine, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> If I, if, if I say someone that we've already said, do I lose? I'm trying to remember if we said this mm-hmm. guy yet. Oh, I lose? Okay. All right, I'll go with something we haven't said. He's not a team right now, but John Wall. Mm. Oh, yeah. Forgot about him. Yeah, I guess he is technically a free agency. That's that's fair. Yeah. He wasn't okay. on that list, but it works. Neither was you, Liz, So it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's tip for tat. Um, I don't know if he's technically got a contract yet, but I saw him play in Summer League. The, and I don't know how to say his last name. It's that Oscar guy, Oscar she- Shibway. Yes. Okay. That, there you go. Well, there you uh, go. I don't know if he was on a two-way or if he had a contract, but I saw him play. I don't think anything's been announced yet. Yeah. I'm going to go with Thunder legend Olivier Saar. Mm. I had no idea he played on Kentucky. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was a dark year. Like was, yeah, Dylan was not Kentucky the biggest Olivier. fan of Kentucky legend Olivier Saar. I yeah, I was not then, and I am not now. How many? How many are left? Like, uh, well, I can think of at least a few. Yeah, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, okay. nine. I feel like there was another guy watching summer league, but I don't know. Oh, well, if you're counting that, then 10. Oh, okay. Who are those freaking... I'll give you a hint. When Cone said Anthony Davis, you were thinking about Lakers. There's somebody else there. Oh, there is. Okay. 
it's not LeBron. <laughs> Dang it, I thought it was LeBron. Um, Dylan would never shut up about that. LeBron acted like, uh, you know, he's like best friends with Cal for like a couple of years. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was definitely going to Kentucky if I went to college. And I think he said the same thing about Ohio State and Duke. So, yeah. D'Lo went to Ohio State. Thomas Bryant went to. No, he's on the team. I was, I was like, how did you get to I forgot he was trying to think of Lakers guys recently. And he said Thomas Bryant. I'm like, well, how did you get to Thomas My Bryant? knowledge of the NBA has like a weird gap where from like 2019 to like now where I, just, I still think people are on the team. Um, Man, you just got to go one, one, one name and then come. Well, go. now I'm hyper-focused on the Lakers. I'm trying to go through their roster. This this feels bad because, like, I feel like Kunk missed them all. Um, okay, I can. Uh, and I also, I also just like intentionally forget Kentucky, Kentucky players. players half yeah. The time. Mm-hmm. This is this is why I hate this. Well, there's, uh, there's other teams too. Yeah. Okay. There's the the Knicks. Look! Look there! Oh, freaking um, Kevin Knox! <laughs> well, wasn't he Kentucky? He is Kentucky. Yeah. He's not on the Knicks, but he is <laughs> okay. still in the NBA. I like guess. I said, there's so. a gap. There's like a little gap. I also have another one now that I no, no, never mind. He didn't play for the Knicks, or he didn't play for Kentucky. I was about to say, hold it, because it's oh. coming starting now. The other, the other guy in the Knicks is that's the one I couldn't remember if we had said oh. so far for some reason, but. I'll tell Tyranny, I'll let you have I him. I, I won't take him. I won't. Take no, him. I actually don't think it's Kentucky. Now that I'm thinking about it. Well, I'll, I'll let you try it. Um, let's go with Wenyan Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was not at all who I was going to say. Okay, great. Wenyan Gabriel. Where's he I'll at? I'll get the now? Laker out of the way for you. Uh, he's still in the Lakers. Oh, is he? He's not even yeah, listed I mean, he's, on there. Oh, yeah, he's still there. I was thinking, well, there's somebody else on the Lakers that. <laughs> You're forgetting to. I thought, so. I thought Wenyon was the one that came to mind when you said Lakers, but ah, can I ask a can I ask a question that is is not in, inducive of what I'm going to pick, or it, it totally irrelevant to this conversation, this game? Uh, of course, it's pretty on brand. <laughs> okay, uh, did Julius Randall play for Kentucky? Yes, <laughs> I'm going to pick Julius Randall. It's my next <laughs> pick, Dylan. Okay, there you go. I didn't. Re- I don't remember Julius Randle in Kentucky for one second. That never. I don't think I ever remember that. I'm gonna go with Trey Lyles. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought he played for Duke. Okay. What? Um. Um. Yeah. Hmm. What was that? Sorry. That was Chelsea. No. Sick. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was Dylan. <laughs> Okay, I gotta think. There's still one on the Knicks, if if it helps. Oh, there is. Oh, okay. Cohen, you've already won. I just wanna I, at this point. I just wanna see if we nah, can. Tyranny's got well, that's why am I even playing, dude? Why? Well, he's in it. Tyranny's in it. Sam, I'm not he's gonna list it. Kentucky players for your own amusement, dude. <laughs> Come on, get this one. You got it. This is the last. If Cone actually wants the last one I'm doing. 
If you get this one, we'll free you from this curse. Hmm. Can I ask a question that isn't related to this game? <laughs> sure. <laughs> is this a new I'll answer New York Nick or, or an old, uh, been on the Knicks for a while? This is a New York Nick, like last <sighs> few years. He's been oh, okay. For a few last few now. is fine. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure it wasn't like in pre-agency. Okay. <sighs> Drafted by the Knicks in the second round. Oh, well, that's not good. I'm not going to know that. Contender for six men of the year this past season. He finished second. Oh. Come what? on. Yeah, I, you could put him in the – I guess you could put him in the oh. quick lineup. <laughs> oh, my God. Who was six men of the year nominees? Yeah, yeah, think quicker than oh, that. Oh, um, is it quickly? It's quickly. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I did not know he went to Kentucky. Wow. Yeah. He, yeah. he went to Kentucky with another player that's still on the board. Cone, are you about to say him? Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't like think I'm going to go with the guy off. you're thinking of. I'm going to go with uh, Nerlens Noel, Thunder Legend. Mm. Oh, my God. See, this doesn't have, like, the free agents that was uh, free agents on here. And mm. Nerlens Noel signed a contract with the Kings today, so. Yeah, that's why he was on my mind. He just signed today. Shout mm-hmm. out to the Thunder Legend. I was surprised he didn't have a contract up until today. Yeah, that's wild. Do you need anybody else? How did I miss Nerlens? You literally had your profile named after Nerlens for like a solid. He was year. my boy, dude, when he was on the Thunder. Cone, do you remember the prime Nerlens days, or were you on Twitter yet? No, he, he, I know that was a long time <laughs> no, ago. I don't think so. I don't even know who's born yet with those days. No. That was Tyranny's Twitter. Account. I loved, I loved Nerlens Noel when he got to the Thunder. I thought he was like the redemption arc, and he wasn't, but. That's sad. I didn't get him. That's if Nerlens played more in that um, the series against the Rockets, we would have won. Him over Stephen Adams. Yeah. yeah. Well, Were there any others? Let Cohen just name as many as you can now. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> name as many as I can. Um, let's go, uh, Tyrese Maxey. Mm-hmm. Mm. Said him. Um, Demarcus Cousins. I guess he is. Yeah. Technically, for yeah, he's, he's yeah. trying to make his way back. Ten, yeah, I don't know if he'll actually get back. Um, i trying to think of other like, big names that we said. I feel like it's just like smaller guys at this point. Are there any other big names left on the list? Probably not. Uh, there are. So there's one guy that was a starter on a playoff team. East oh, or this West? Isn't that, this isn't that guy. Brandon Boston went to Kentucky, didn't he? Yeah, BJ Boston. Yeah, he's. Okay. He's in the um, uh, West is the is the playoff starter. He's on the West. Um, another guy. Did we ever say Willie Cauley Stein? I don't know if he's. I can't remember if he's got a job at the at this point. But yeah, no, we didn't say him. But I don't. I don't um, remember the last time he was on a team. Speaking of guys that don't remember the last time they were on a team, Michael Kidd Gilchrist is out there somewhere doing something. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's a Kentucky legend. He won us championship. So, playoff starter in the West. I'm gonna. Pull, I'm just gonna pull up the standings real quick. Hold on. Dylan, you might have all the Kentucky players, but we have the best 
player from college to make it to the NBA. Oh, okay. I'm leaning on that for the rest of the time. Oh, did we ever say cat? Yeah, you said cat. Yeah, you said cat. I was like your third or fourth player. Yeah, I was gonna say for a moment, I was like, did we miss cat in this whole list? I keep thinking it's weird because I keep thinking like uh I don't know why, but I, Obi Toppin and D'Lo both feel like Kentucky players, but they're both weirdly Ohio State. I don't know why I keep. Obi Toppin went to Dayton, but his brother. Oh, I thought he went to actually Ohio went to State. Kentucky. Jacob Toppin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There was a Toppin kid there. Yeah. So the other names, uh, kind of unless you got anybody else. No, you can go for it. We can wrap this. Jair Vanderbilt. Mm, I for, I completely forgot Ooh. he went to Kentucky. He played on the Shea team. That team oh, low-key wow. have like seven or eight pros on it. <laughs> um, another one being Nick Richards for the Hornets. Mm, yep. mm, never would have got him. Uh, Keldon Johnson. Did not know. That's, that, for some reason with him, I always – that's a guy I always think went to a different like blue blood school other than Kentucky. Like I never associate him with Kentucky for some reason. Yeah, he came out in the same draft as PJ and Hero. Mm -hmm. uh, Isaiah Jackson on the Pacers. Mm -hmm. Ah, I didn't know him, yeah. The last one, Thunder legend Hamadou Diallo. Oh, oh Diallo. Inc incredibly Dang. disappointed. Incredibly disappointed. I didn't know that one. Some team He's signed bigger. Hamadou. Someone signed Hamadou Diallo. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Tyranny kept bringing up Summer League. Chris Livingston uh, was the yeah. last player. Mm, okay. So. There you go. There's your uh, – we, we named like 30, 32 players there. So Next time I'm going to bring on UVA. We're going to do UVA names, and we're going to get through like the six, and I'm going to enjoy it. I was about, I can name three off the dome. That's probably all I got. Jerome. North Carolina. Trey Murphy and uh, DeAndre Hunter. Uh, Hunter, yeah. Missing some big names. Are, am I? Big. Oh, was it one of those Phoenix Suns free agents? We got no. this year. Okay. Virginia. So you named Jerome, Trey Murphy, and uh, DeAndre Hunter. Hmm. Huh. When I say big names, there's like a big name. A big name. Uh, two name. Two guys who are like role players on teams. Ah, uh, okay. One of them is a pretty good bench player. Hmm. East or West? Like, you East, got me invested now. Eastern Conference. It's not so fun when the rabbit's got the gun, but here we are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I'm doing North Carolina next podcast. I'm on, by the way. Do this. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's, it's comparable to Virginia. <laughs> I'm going to lose on purpose. That's true. ACC is different. I'm going to oh, throw away um, the first one so you don't get any of the satisfaction of listening to us <laughs> UNC players. Oh, who is this freaking... He's, I would say he's a very good bench player. A very good bench player. Sixth man of the year. Now I've got to pull up Eastern Conference teams. Maybe the best bench player. Oh, God. Oh, is it? was it sixth man of the year? Well, well that's our hero and Emmanuel quickly. They were both in the East. I mean, they both went to Kentucky. <laughs> the sixth man of the year. Oh, Brock won. Yeah, Malcolm Brock Oh, I, I didn't picked know him too before the season. Yeah, 
That was a good pick. Uh, Brogdon, Joe Harris went to UVA. Joe uh, Harris. Oh, wow. I did not know that Joe one. Joe freaking yeah. Harris, dude. Anthony Gill, who plays for the Wizards. Uh, Thunder legend, Mamadi Diakite. Thunder oh, legend. Diakite. I liked yeah. him, Loki. He was nice over here. Uh, Sam Hauser on the Celtics. Brax and oh. Key and Jay Huff were both on the championship team. They just got two ways with the Nuggets. I know way too much about UVA players. Also, shout out to Kyle Guy, who's overseas now, but – I really want to see him stick in the league, so maybe someday. Great name. Kyle, Kyle Guy was a dog in your last championship run. Oh, my God. So many moments. Yeah. I, I'm a fan I of I hated that team in the moment, but they were really good. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like that UVA Ruth, team. Ruth, I think Ruth it was because we had one of those – we had one of those weird runs. It was also like disgusting basketball sometimes. With our yeah, defense. it was like 40 to – yeah, it was like 50 to 46. It was just like <laughs> – but we had like some great games, like against that game against Carson Edwards in Purdue, where he had like 40 points. That game convinced me Carson Edwards was going to be great in the league. I was sure that he was going to be good. Um, Carson Edwards yep. is a name Carson I have Edwards. not thought of in years. I'll it's go back so and watch that least. game because that still to this day is probably the most terrified I've ever been in a play of a player in a moment. I was like, this man, Carson Edwards is going to send us home and we could send all five guys at him right now. He's still going to hit a three from the logo. It was, he was sitting bank threes. He was pulling up in the lane. Like, and he's like five, nine out there. Mm-hmm. And he's <laughs> it was unbelievable, man. I've never seen anything like it. That's how I'm like every March madness at, when it's like, a guy goes off. I'm like, this guy is going to be the next guy. And then she's like, that's not. what I thought. And then he ended up on the Celtics. And one of my best friends is a Celtics fan who also went to UVA and he was super soaked. And then Edwards wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Was good yeah. Sadly not. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's wild. But hey, yeah, you know, UVA is in good hands. I, I, I love Trey Murphy. I think he's got super Me high too. I, He's going to be so good. I wanted us to get him so bad in that draft. I want Trey Murphy so bad. Not, ju- not just because he was a UVA guy, but because I thought he was going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I want him too. Yeah, I, I told everybody I said we picked the wrong Trey. And then Dolan was like, well, <laughs> he was already gone when we picked Trey, man. I'm like, you know what I mean, Dolan? You frick. We traded away at 15. Everybody wanted Alperin Shingo. And I'm like, Trey Murphy. <laughs> but, yeah. If only. Is Reese Beaton on Virginia or is he on Syracuse? Yeah, he's he's Virginia, yeah. I think I'm pretty okay. sure I know he he entered the draft. I think he pulled his name from mm-hmm. it and he's going back for this yeah. upcoming year, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like, I think he could be good. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the top returners. I, I know a lot of our draft guys kept bringing him up too, so that'll be something exciting for you. Yeah, and I do just have to hopeful, say it's, yeah, yeah, good. I was say every year we either win a national championship or our first round exit, nothing in between. So we'll see. That's <laughs> what it's what it feels like for us too. But um, we just did the uh, the global jam in Canada, and we just won that. They play like uh, professional professional players from Canada, uh, Africa, and what was the other team? I don't remember what the other team was. Germany. Um, you know, we play professional teams with them and we won like all three of our games. And then we won the gold medal game. But like what was so impressive is we have like seven freshmen in that game. And the fact that, you know, the freshmen are able to like take down these professional players like Baylor went one and four last year. Um, they went to the same thing and like we you know, won the whole thing. So 
I got sky high expectations. Shay said, uh, you know, visited the locker room afterwards and gave like a big speech and was like, I love the way you guys play basketball. You guys can all dribble, pass, and shoot. And, you know, I actually quote tweeted and I was like, read between the lines. Shay loves the way that the Thunder play basketball because that's how Sam Presti's building their roster. Full circle back to Thunder basketball. There nice. we go. <laughs> well done, Dylan. Way to connect Kentucky to Thunder basketball. Great it's not. It's not those. hard. It's not hard, honestly. So. It's not hard. It's not hard when we have an All NBA first teamer from Kentucky. It makes it easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was about to say it's not even a conversation at this point. I think uh, it is. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can have the conversation with AD, but is Shea the best Kentucky player in the NBA at this point? Devin Booker is also there too. It's Buck yeah. or him, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Book AD and Shea are going to be battling for that title this upcoming season. We'll see. I love it. I love it. All right, boys, that is it for today's podcast. We won't be over. I apologize. There's so many Kentucky players in the NBA. Blame Coach Calipari. It's not my fault. Um, <laughs> but okay, whatever. We will be back. I'm coming, I'm coming back next podcast. Strong, <laughs> strong with some North Carolina research. <laughs> We will be back uh, later this week with another podcast. Um, maybe doing a little bit of uh, FIBA previews. Maybe doing uh, you know s- some more fun stuff with the Thunder season. You know, bringing in I think Alex will be joining. Jerry will be joining some different voices. Just a good time. So definitely stick here with us. And just want to say appreciate everybody for all the support that they've given us in these past couple months. Our listens have been shooting way up and like staying way up. So. Definitely appreciate you guys and all your support. And uh, it's going to be an exciting season. So lock in with us here. And, uh, yeah, until next time, on behalf of myself, Cone, and Tierney, hope everybody has a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can. And, as always, Thunder Up. Thunder Up. Thunder Up. Thunder Cup. Thunder Cup. Thunder Cup. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.